Welcome back to the 4Jack Podcast, brought to you by Jackson Labs. We're going over some uh, some fun stuff this weekend, uh, recapping the Travelers Championship and then going into the Rocket Mortgage. But before we dive into some PGA Tour talk, we're just going to say hello to the fellas as always. Parksy, what up, my man? I'm doing well, man. How you doing? Excited to be here as usual. Yeah, this is going to be a fun one tonight. Uh... I see a hand. I don't see anybody else. Where's the crew? Oh, we're here. I don't need worry. I'm hiding I need in some the faces. corner there, Parksy. Yeah, it's going to be a good one, man. Looking forward to uh, the Rocket Mortgage. Nice little wrap-up at the Travelers. And as usual, just nice to have Cody on the pod tonight. Yeah, we do have a special guest in the house tonight to get some, give us some picks. Codes, what up? Uh, nice, to, uh, nice to be back in person rather than behind the lens, folks. Um... Yeah, I'm pumped up to be here. I'm a little sad that I got lost in the sauce and I missed our last uh, guest. You guys have been busy this evening. We had uh, a double header, and not to take anything away from the uh, first guest that we spoke to, but I w- I wanted to be here to talk to little homie Maxim to hear about his amateur status and whether or not that check really puts him in a dilly of a pickle. But excited to be here i know stop right there i gotta stop right there parksy i heard you say that too excited to be here that's not our line man that's tom's line i'm incredibly excited no the- tom See? take it's it like, away it's, it's, i'm excited it's, to be it's a here. thing it's a thing <laughs> it's a thing we're all excited we're excited to be with the boys we're excited to be talking about things we're passionate about we're just excited to be here yeah crazy day crazy weekend had a move had a wallet stolen ended up going through a Going on an adventure through the river valley with three cops looking for a dude that I saw run down there that stole my wallet. It was crazy. Um, in the new place, Cody, appreciate you helping me build IKEA furniture. Your blister. Sorry for our miss uh, coordination of timing on my behalf. Going and picking up stuff when I told you to come over. Anything for Kimbo, that and golf gal. Chris, big ups to you. There's one man that I always say that I want in my life when it, you got to pack everything up and get the fuck out. And you're the man because you've got a system in place to just get the job done one trip. And we did it. That wasn't as much as it is nice to hear about moving in one trip. I hear you guys were just throwing shit in every box. Just Yeah, there was a bunch of bags. I mean, you got those cloth bags around. You got to use those, man. They're, they're for a reason. Cloth bags for man, moving? Yeah. What, what is Lulu this? Lulu bags. Camping? You got Ikea bags. Ikea bags. That, that's how you move, man. It doesn't matter. Trick-or-treating? You don't organize. You just get it in the bag and get out. Like You can organize when you get home. Secure the bag. Secure the bag. And yeah, we did a good <laughs> job. Like I couldn't imagine. Pack mule yeah, it. If it wasn't us doing that because we were just relentless and yeah, it's got to go. It's got to go, man. It, that's all you got to do. One one thing I got to ask, though, in this move, and we know that in the old Jackson household, there is basically, there's no rules, but there's one major rule going on in the house right now. And our good friends over at Theragun were nice enough to let us demo a few products. But in the old Jackson household, I went over there, helped him move, as he just mentioned, and I see the Theragun Mini still in the wrapper. Yeah. 
obviously then the rule is still in force that that content piece hasn't come yet. No. Um, yeah, just really trying to get Kim has been golf gal ground zero on the, on ground the, zero. on the journey. She's gotten into golf and it was just, yeah, simple rule. Like open, <laughs> when you open the mini, you got to make a piece of content and I don't want to like, I don't mind being the person making the content because no. I'm all about what their gun has to do for us and just the fun and creating it that I wanted to get her involved. And we're still chipping away at that wall. I gave her a couple of good ideas, but I can't wait to get until she handles that mini. It's the best. Yeah. Well, hopefully. I mean, one of these days, sooner rather than later, that's all we can hope for. But I, I got to say, speaking of sooner. rules, I mean, this rule has kind of stood the test of time throughout uh, our tour pod experience. And when you win, you get this. Mm, mm, that's good and back-to-back oh, weeks at that um, I don't even know what that sound is I gotta say like it was real nice to pick DJs after the rest of my picks I thought we're gonna miss the cut so that was really nice um, DJ starting the week a bit slowly but having an absolute blazing weekend in Dude. Hartford at the Travelers Championship with a 61-67 weekend. Yeah, oh, Parks, you can make whatever face you'd like. That's a winning face right there. Uh, let's go into barely, that. Barely, 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 barely. Barely, so, by I mean, one. Squeaky, squeaky by one. Like, you got you to gotta defend yourself here. Yeah, well, I'm at least I had the winner is what I'm saying. Kick, right? kick yeah. him in the shin or something. I'm just playing this for the long game, right? Like, Keep getting those points week in, week out. We got a good lineup coming up this week that I'm excited to reveal. Um, a lot of good golf out there this weekend, actually. It was it was good. I was listening to it on the radio a bit. Will Gordon, right? Traveler seems to be a big, big unveiling for young talent. And it's nice to see another guy come out and have a great showing, make it into the Rocket Mortgage this week, and hopefully he keeps building on that. Yeah, that was a big weekend for Will Gordon now with that third place finish, getting that conditional status, not having to go back to the corn ferry, not having to rely on sponsors exemptions. He's not getting every start, but he's got a, if he finishes in the top 125 now, he gets another year on his car or year card. So, I mean, that's huge for a young guy like that coming off the corn ferry and really grinding through every yeah. stage. One of the, okay, this sounds eerily familiar and maybe we're the same week on this calendar as we were last year to the rocket mortgage. Maybe not. Anyway, one off. There's, a, there's, there's one of these like interesting stories transpiring here because Will Gordon is very similar storyline to the Doc Redmond story last year at the Rocket Mortgage. Kid gets in his car, Canadian Tour event, drives all night, Monday queues, gets in medalists or not medalists, but he finishes top five, top two, something mm -hmm. like that, gets a berth to the British. So it seems like this little period of time in the PGA Tour schedule is like when the magic happens. Absolutely. Well, I think it like playing TPC River Highlands, I mean, it's one of those courses that, for one, not all of the big guys play. So, I mean, like you said, a lot of those up-and-coming players kind of take advantage of not a, an overly difficult golf course. I mean, it's quite, it's relatively short in tour standards. I mean, you're playing just under 6,900 yards. It, I mean, this week it was a joke. It was so soft out there. Those guys literally just ate it up. And it was interesting because I was... Thinking about it yesterday, watching, you know, you, you look at a course like that and you think, geez, like the Bombers are going to dominate out here. They have to. But really, like with that kind of length, it really just tightened up the field in the sense that like everybody was involved. Like you look at Brendan Todd. Brendan Todd only averages like 280, 285. Kevin Streelman's not that long. DJ obviously won. 
but it wasn't really his driving that got him there. I mean, the guy put the lights out and was, I mean, he was throwing darts all weekend long. Yeah, I think I heard Brendan Todd had like one missed fairway in the first three rounds. He was, he hit every single fairway but one going into Sunday. Wow. And like damn near every green. It, it was an absolute performance. It was disgusting, dude. Yeah, that's just too many balls in the middle of the fairway for me. I need a little bit of rough and trees in my life to keep it exciting. Well, he did that Sunday. Yeah, so, he did. Uh, yeah, we can kind of go into Brandon Todd's Sunday. That was, uh, I was a little disappointed in the sense that I was really hoping for like a duel between him and DJ. Good, good players would be interesting to watch. Don't show a ton of emotion, but Brandon Todd, he showed a lot of emotion on Sunday. And most specifically, when that little uh, El Hazel came out? I don't know if you can call that like a hazel from like that lie and everything. Sure, yeah, like it, it was like hazeled, but like the rough that lie was crazy, right? Yeah. To be able to do anything. And I don't know what, uh, he, I don't understand why he didn't play it more right or left. I thought why the same. Why he went so hard and just chipped it on the green and then two putt from there and get away with, you know, Take your, med- your medicine. But even then on his chip shot that he was hitting beside the grandstand there after he put it long just wondering why he tried to get so cute with it and you know what happens when you get cute you get cut yeah well they did kind of mention on the broadcast like in his practice swing he kind of noticed where that grandstand was and then he was kind of tentative and when you watch this follow-through on his actual shot it was definitely abbreviated and clearly as it rolled back down and went on to making a triple and it really just it shot him in the foot he was out of the tournament at that point and Whatever, I don't care. It, it kind of brought some other and other energy in, into the equation here with Kevin Streelman, Will Gordon making a push, and then Mackenzie Hughes making those two bombs on 17 and 18 worth Big 105000 each. I mean, that's huge for a young kid like that. Deadly. That was just unreal to see. And I think we kind of touched on this earlier. You made mention, but... Having no crowds out there, no excitement around those putts, but that place just would have went off. Mm-hmm. Went off. It was the first time I really noticed no fans is when a putt like that goes in and there's no reaction. I think it really resonated for me when they picked up uh, Ian Poulter's fart on uh, six <laughs> tee box there. That was pretty classy. <laughs> that was by far my favorite moment of the week. Like The fact that he came out after and said the best part of it was they thought it was Greg. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. So good. One other exciting thing we should probably touch on tonight is Corn Ferry Tour, sort of a storybook finish for Daniel mm-hmm. Summerhays, life, uh, lifetime PGA Tour player. Well, not lifetime PGA Tour. Played a long time on the PGA Tour. Successful. I think he had one Corn Ferry Tour win in like 200 and something starts. And his retirement story say goodbye, say la vie right off into the sunset, uh, retiring in Utah to go coach high school golf. He ends up coming into the clubhouse lead, shoots 62 on his final round, goes into a three for one playoff. He's out on the first hole, but like, man, what a story. Mm-hmm. I was pulling for him. And he bogeyed his last hole. He could have he had an outright win. Away on 18. Yeah. yeah. And that was, he, that was the track he grew up on. Like, that's really cool. That is so, very cool. How I, about C. Pays and his little bit of uh, magic with Phil Mickelson? He knew he was coming out hot this week, <laughs> and then he knew it was gonna it wasn't gonna last very long. But just missed the that day. That was classy. I don't know if I'm down with Phil and his aviator 
police frames and his joggers. I don't know if that's a look that like I'm down with Phil. No, honest, I didn't mind it. Well, yeah, you're, I uh, like the shades on him. I like that he's, he's a, becoming he's a hipster now. Yeah, he's becoming way more of a caricature, <laughs> right? Like he's, he's talking about crisis. how much coffee he drinks and like what kind of organic blueberries he eats, and like, come <laughs> on, dude. Yeah, we're starting to see how eccentric Phil Mickelson truly is right now. He's gonna get a leaf tattoo on his forearm next. Like, what the fuck? I'll be dude. totally honest. I'm looking for those pants. I like the Champions Tour already. <laughs> I'll be totally honest. No one gets a leaf tattoo on their arm. <laughs> uh, have, you, have you been to Vancouver, Have Cody? you seen your buddy, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, before we continue on with my shitty tattoo. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, one, thing, you know, one thing I want to talk about. You don't really have a leaf tattoo on your forearm. Do I'll you? show you in a couple weeks. Do you not oh, know that? Oh, man. I'm so sorry. I thought that's why you, you were making it. the joke. <laughs> I know, totally. Oh, my bad. National yeah. pride. Man. <laughs> my bad. One thing I do want to touch on, though, super quick, is it's been a while, and we haven't been able to talk about a couple friends of the show. Last week, there was a tournament for the Alberta PGA. Let's just go completely off now. Let's just single, sangle, corn, fairy, PGA. We're now Alberta PGA. When's the last time you guys played Colt Creek? Ooh, seven, six years. Kim's birthday this year. Parks? Oh, buddy, seven years ago, probably. And did you love it? You know what? I Yeah, it was fun. I, I can't really yeah, remember it that vividly. Yeah. I remember Whitetail Landing a little more vividly than Coal, Coal Creek, but good track. Yeah, nonetheless, lots of fun. Black in the bunkers, right? Black sand. Black mm -hmm. sand in the bunkers. Our good friend Blur. who we went to school with, Chris Dog. Uh, would that be Jay Raz, mm -hmm. the owner-operator? out there i remember going to school with him and he was what we were 23 i was 20 he, he was 31 40 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and anyway long story short they had an event out there and i don't know if you guys saw the results but our main man keith white cotton took it down last week i believe whitey should, no yeah, way though. yeah man well i i think no way is like the wrong like yeah. No, he's a, he's a player. Right. Sure. Like, he always yeah, has like one. white whitey. And so whitey shot a 67. Our man, Gary Hartford from the Highlands shot a 69. And then a couple good friends from the show. We got Adam Bruce from the Glendale 71, but then Matt Ma and Dallas Cantera with a 71 and 74 respectively for a third and fifth place, as well as slappy. Jer Bear, he found something on the range. He said, new year, new swing every year. And he found a little magic in the bottle and was, I don't know how he did it. He must have careered in some sort of capacity. <laughs> <laughs> he put together a 77. And to touch then with our good friend HP from the Bear Jer Bear, he's down in Calgary right now. I can tell you right now, he played the best golf he's ever played. He said, struck it like a god. Didn't make one birdie. Just couldn't make any putts. Uh, 16 pars, two bogeys, sitting in solid position heading in tomorrow. I'll touch on that next week. But I just wanted to give a shout-out to the PGA of Alberta. Nice to see tournaments up and running again. That gets me fired up because I need to get on locale. Talk to the boys. That a boy. Yeah. Go get him, Jer, tomorrow. And nice to hear Matty Ma. I got the pleasure of playing some golf with him two weeks ago at the old Cardiff. It was good to see him hit the ball real nice. Nice player. Very nice, nice hands. Very nice. Phenomenal hands. Good, good yeah, kid. it was. It'd be nice to walk, get out and play with those boys. I mean, I'd love to get my tits slapped by them, but I mean, we just had a twelve-year-old on that could probably do that as well. So that's not really saying much. Yes. And <laughs> speaking of local crazy adventures, I actually jumped out to the old Sturgeon the other day to meet Mr. Jim McCulley. We filmed a little no segment way. about yeah, getting a new Callaway putter, but then yeah, license 
wallet. Everything got stolen, so my order wasn't placed. <laughs> so he would. <laughs> I'm like, that's hey, man. unbelievable oh, that he no. wouldn't think you're good for it. Yeah, that's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. I even said, hey man, can I e-transfer it? I think they need a credit card on file. Son like, of a bitch. Hey. We're working on that. We'll be dropping that piece of content here real soon. Shout out Jim for being a hardo. Yeah, I mean, Cutler's always a hardo. I like that play. <laughs> right. it's a, company it's a man. Company man. Yeah, but. We'll get us back on track. Yeah, let's just let's just jump back in here again. Uh, good week at TBC River, TBC River Highlands. Uh, always enjoy watching that event, and clearly the guys enjoyed playing it. It was kind of fun watching a few shots out there. Phil shanking one from the bunker, or not shanking, sculling one from the bunker. Ob Bryson everywhere. Long. Yeah, but like X X. I mean, it it was you know what was sick was the fact that they had Ob like right there. And, like, the determining factor when they pull out the string. And, like, did you see DJ's ball? Like, DJ's ball was, like, half a string length OB. Like, you could have pulled the rope, like, yeah. pushed it, and it would have been in. And they're like, nah, man. The string says Take your, your OB. medicine. I love that. That's sick. And, like, and then you get to 15. How the fuck did DJ catch a one foot patch of rough and not go in that water like plugged in it's 265 to the front of this par four he hits hybrid straight left catches this kind of strip and makes like an all-world four which it secured him the event yeah it was a great win literally because of that hole sick that is sick. take your shoes off roll up your pants show us something nice show us your calves yeah <laughs> let's see those whites <laughs> what did you guys uh yeah the take on what's been developing with covid people dropping out how are you guys feeling about that that was a pretty big topic coming up here jay monahan i know he kind of was like this is the reality we face and we're going to try and address it like the best we can we can't like we may make mistakes along the way but we're going to keep forging ahead which Sounds pretty good for golf, but yeah, just seeing that many guys drop out, Brooks because of the caddy, all Graham McDowell, those guys just yeah. Is there any concerns that we need to be aware of for golf? I'm I'm thinking like we were we were on the ledge maybe of getting things canceled. I reached out to Kenny Harms and said, hey, like what's going on? Is there an opportunity for PGA to shut down the rest of the year? I guess the PGA of America shut down their PGA professional championship due to COVID. That's supposed to happen next month in Texas. I don't know, man. It seems like we're getting a lot of false information here. Some, some guys were testing positive, retesting negative multiple times right afterwards. There's guys, caddies that are testing positive. They're pulling out again, retesting negative. I don't know what's going to happen. The thing is like COVID is kind of like the flu. So how much attention do we really need to put to this? Is it killing people? Is it a situation where we don't want to have tour players and their families and people that are working on the golf course, volunteers and stuff like that exposed to this? Obviously not. The PGA has a right to make sure and maintain the integrity of the events. But I mean, they're trying to balance this risk threshold where they have a maximum amount of people testing positive and that's when they shut it down. We are obviously not privy to that information, but I think I think we're on the maybe on the uphill of this right now. It should plateau at some point, and then hopefully we're on the downhill slide and things look good for the rest. But it's kind of dicey right now. There's a lot of attention in the media, and I think it's just getting overhyped. It's a good take. I, I just think, like, 
when, when are you going to, you can't just shut it down because this is the new norm. Mm-hmm. This is what you're going to have to deal with. If you have to let people go and they have to withdraw, well, then that's, that's it. Like yeah. there, there's, I don't think there's a right time to say, okay, now it's time. It could go on like this for another year. Right. This is just what it is. I think uh, Puff Daddy Combs in the Dave Chappelle show showed us that you can open and close the studio at any point in time that you want. (laughs) So if the studio is going to be closed, guess what? We're shutting down the studio. It's true. Right? I mean, there's a lot of things at play there. I mean, yeah, okay, maybe fans. I I don't think fans need to be involved. I, I think... There's no more. There's no greater risk playing a PGA Tour event than there is going to the grocery store. Right. So, when is enough enough? Like, do you need fifty guys to test positive? And with those tests, it's it's very common to see, like, the double like the double test and see the positive negative. Like you, that's very common. It's very uncommon to see negative positive. Right. So. you're going to continue to see that. Like a lot of these tests are not getting it immediately. They need the second test or whatever. Strange thing. Hey, yeah. And I I don't know, like, like how's there something that can be like, yeah, just it's this big of a concern, but yeah, the the testing positive, negative, negative, like it's just really kind of an elusive thing that just keeping everyone on their toes. But yeah, I think, yeah. How do you manage and move forward through it? Because like at the end of the day, there's probably, well, there is just a lot of money tied into this thing that like sponsors all these people that have it that are like, we need to see something from this. So Jay, figure it out. Yeah. And I mean, some of these players that dropped out this past week, like they didn't actually need to. Right. I mean, Brooks's caddy tested positive, not Brooks, not Chase. They did it for their, for the well being of the, of the players in which I totally understand, but they, they just look at a played. There's yeah. nothing. They, they both tested negative. They could easily play. So, uh, you know what? I think you got to just watch it. Yeah. Just see what happens. And to be fair, these players are getting paid out anyways. They're getting $100,000 stipend. So, like, it, it's not bugging them. Unless they're apparently doing anything that's like, hey, you shouldn't be doing this. Like, if you're getting too close to the people, I was yeah, just listening to it and kind of how their rules were is, like, they're going to be pretty strict on people if they're like, I'm going to the bar, right? Yeah. Have some drinks. It's like, okay, you ain't getting a stipend anymore. How about G-Max Caddy? Hey, he doesn't have room for him on the private jet, so he's got to fly commercial and then test positive. That would be trash. Yeah, that's that's a tough scene. But whatever, tough week for those boys, but great week for DJ. Nice win, 21st win, Hall of Famer. Yeah. I mean, he's now in the same category as Davis Love and Lanny Watkins. I mean, the guy's a Hall of Famer. If he wins one more major, I mean... It's not even a question. Well, what's his streak years in a row winning 13. a tournament? Yeah, like 13, the next yeah. other people is like Arnie and Jack, basically, right? Tiger was 14. Arnie and Jack were 17. Yeah. It's I good mean, company. It's gross. So Those guys are good. Yeah, but we are moving to Detroit this weekend for the Rocket Mortgage. We'll uh, we'll dive into that right now. We'll do we'll get into our picks right now. Brought to you by BetDSI. Go over to betdsi.com and put in your picks to see how you play up against us, and use the promo code four Jack one hundred for your bonus play. Uh, we're gonna go around the horn. I think Parks is ready. Give it. To I us. am. I got it. Uh, okay, I got some good picks this week. I'm going a little bit off the uh, reservation here. I'm going to go with Doc. Doc Redman, good feels from last year. I think that's a good story. 
Is that an unacceptable yeah, comment? No, I like no, that. Doc's a good pick, man. Of course. Yeah, Doc's a great, great pick. pick. I'm going to go with Scott, St- Scott Stallings. Our man's been playing well, coming off a uh, top six, I believe, last he's week. He's 100 to 1 this week. Travelers? Put your money on him, folks. Boy, he's he's coming around. I'm going to go with our man Chris Kirk, coming off a win on the Corn Ferry Tour. Like that. Uh, and our man, Jamie Lovemark. I just... Had a little, uh, I don't know, had a little history today with uh, a coach that we shared once upon a time. And, uh, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. I like that. I'm down with that. Good picks. Tombo? Um, yeah, we got a couple good picks here today, folks. We're going to also jump on the Parksy bandwagon there with the old Scott Stallings friend of the show pick. Liked how he played this past week and hoping he can take it down out there. I'm going to keep... My second pick, yeah, we're going to go with DeChambeau again. Long-hitting mutant. We're just going to keep riding that train until he comes out on top. And then for number three, we're going to go with Steeman Willie Gordon, right? See what I did there? Steeman Willie Beamer. Willie, Willie Beamer. <laughs> but we're calling him Willie Gordon. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see him just parlay that good weekend this week into next week and see some good things happen for him. And then for my fourth and final pick, I'm going to take... The antagonist, Mr. Patrick Ooh, Preed. Preed. Ooh. I like that, actually. Yeah, I think he's going to come out fire. some energy going here, yeah. Yeah. Put that choker it, back on. Yeah. Is DeChambeau, is that French for shampoo? Or, or I think it's spelt that way, yeah. DeChamp. Similar. DeChamp is what it means. <laughs> the champ. Yeah. I've actually started spelling his name in my notes. DeChamp. Shampoo. Champ. The champ. We'll Don't take DeChamp. Paige, what do you got? You know what? I, I'm going to follow the lead on that. I, I'm going to go Bryson. I, I hate to do it, but I'm going to. It's a bomber's course. Like You can eat it up. It's got to be a guy that can go low. And I, I'd i make a side bet saying that I bet she's a leader after two rounds, the first two. He's I'll probably going to go super low. Yeah, I'll take that. Uh, second pick, I'm going to go Tyrrell Hatton. Played well at Harbortown. Hasn't yeah. played, didn't play this past week. I think he'd be a good one for this one. I was looking at him too. Mm. I'm going to go Scotty Scheffler, bomber. Mm. Good pick. And my final pick, I'm actually going to go Eric Van Royen. A couple, he did play well in yes. uh, at the Charles Schwab, and he was playing well before the break. So let's You're see. You're just that talking about joggers. That's what it was, right? Because he's like known for wearing. Yeah, because I really want a joggers. pair of them, to be honest. Like I looked at, <laughs> I looked at the company that he's got rocking, and like. I can't. I like four hundred dollar pair of pants, but like I really want them. They're nice. The correspondent out there on the west coast needs to to get a get a lead on some of those pants. Hey, yeah. man, I'm on it. Pants, on it. joggers. Uh, I got a question. Okay, con- we'll contact Easy Man. He's got the Gap Connect here. There we go. I got a quick question here for C Page because I'm a little concerned about something. We haven't been hearing much about Sung J M lately, and I picked him last week. Okay, codes. Oh, you want my I was going to go Sungjae, to be honest. Yeah, you haven't gone Sungjae. What's wrong? I did last week. He didn't do it. Is it because he's staying in a hotel and that freaks you out with Koi Void going on? Nah. Nah. <laughs> well, good. Because that means, no, I'm not going to pick him either. He's free. <laughs> we got to take good friend of the show, Kevin Na. Yep. After his uh, WD and his uh, back, good finish uh, last week, 100%. I was also feeling the Tyrell Hatton train, but I don't like picking anyone that anyone else picks. So along with Nam, I'm going to take Flash Gordon. I'm going to take him. 
I think he's uh I think his game travels two top ten or yeah, two top fives, two top twenty fives in last four starts. So let's go Will Gordon. <laughs> this is a tough one here. I gotta take I guess friend of the show through friend of the show, blank group. Don't know if you remember when Rory Sabatini was handing out those head covers at number sixteen at TPC, throwing them out. I so do. I'm gonna take Rory Sabatini. And my last pick was has to be gentleman in the orange last week running to finish before the rain. I liked his hustle. That's why he secured a spot in my top four this week. Mr. Victor Hovland mm. will round out my four. Little Max will be pumped about that. Yeah, he was a big fan of Hovland. Was he? Yeah. Took him too. I'm a big fan of Little Max. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was... Uh yeah, f- uh, quite a popular pick to be honest. He's he's big into the colors. He likes Victor, he likes Ricky. So, did you get his picks for the week? We did. We Sick. did. Yeah, and we're to we're gonna this. dive into that interview right after we're done here. But uh, yeah, those picks are brought to you by BetDSI. So head on over to betdsi.com and use the promo code for Jack100 to get your bonus play and see how you stack up against the boys. And pick Scott Stallings at 101 this week, folks. Great pick. That that those really good odds for Scott Stallings. I mean, the guy has been a stud since the return. So, 100 to 1, that's a steal. But, boys, uh, yeah, exciting times coming up this weekend. Uh, hope to catch a bit of it, to be honest. It looks like it might be a, kind of an ugly weekend, and hopefully I can just stay inside. You never know. It is Canada Day this week. Got a random Wednesday off. I don't really ever enjoy having a midweek day off. kind of sucks, but we can make use of that. Hopefully get out and play. Parks, are you going to try and scrape it around while you're out in Kamloops? Yeah, definitely. I would like to get a little sneak peek at the uh, the Tobe. Been hitting balls at a range up here, and it's just not quite the same. So, yeah, it'd be nice to get a little uh, little time on that golf course before the boys get up here for our little uh, BC extravaganza. Mm-hmm. I had a bud, uh, Mac, who literally just texted me this morning a picture of Tobiano, hole number 14, and he says, it is pristine out there, as always. It looks mint. That sounded beautiful in my ears. It, it will yeah. on the left and right too. So. <laughs> That's too funny. Parksy, how's your uh, how's the game going right now? Are you ready for this big? We got a thirty-six hole battle there on the Sunday when we come out there. Uh, yeah, you know I, I'm working on the maximum two yard draw with my seven iron right now. So yeah. if I from one fourteen, from yeah. about one fifteen. <laughs> I can't believe I'm he hits it further good. than me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe. Yeah, he's hitting a two yard draw. I can't believe he'd beat me right now. For sure. He's 12 years old and he's a six handicap. Is he playing the tips with the other boys too? I don't know what tees they'd be playing. Junior tees for sure, but still. It doesn't matter. The guy's a legend. Six handicaps. It doesn't matter from what yardage. He'd be slapping. He pays his titties all over the place. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Then I'm ready. I'm ready to wrap this pod up. I want to, I want to let, I want to let the people know about Maxim. Absolutely. So. We will wrap this up today, boys. Thanks for joining. Everybody here is nice. Parks, always a pleasure. Coates, nice to have you back in the lab. Tombo, you know your spot as always. Everybody, enjoy the rest of your week and also enjoy our interview with Max. He was Max McKenzie. He's an absolute legend. Ace man, VGT VGT tour player, and he's 12. Did you, sorry to cut you off before you go in there, did you ask him how many hole-in-ones he's had? And if you did, then... He didn't. No, because I just want you to know I was scrolling. Yeah, he, I was scrolling through his Instagram feed, and that was not his first hole in one. He had one just recently as well. Wow, holding up a towel, holding one towel, like 
six months ago. Judges. He's a stud. Guy All just one magnet. It's got that nice Ricky flow too, which mm-hmm. reminds me also then before we go, we're going to have a guest up coming on the pod here. Mr. James Charpier uh, from Mizuno uh, North America. Just want to give him a good shout out at the goat track event last week at the Broadmoor place was just bang and green. As you boys know, you were there on, on site. We missed James's hole in one. The yep. drone was going. We had some golf gals on the par three eighth hole. We're getting some footage. All of a sudden, the bird dies. We go to the ninth hole to watch everyone coming in, and the group of golf gals tells us, hey, did you hear? James got a hole in one. Oh, man. Automatically drove to Best Buy, bought three more batteries. That will not happen again. Like that. Shout Good out, play. James. Hole in one. Also, our man from Goat Track, Kurt, he's had two hole in ones in the last month. Wow. Gross. I don't like people Shout like that. Shout out, Kurt Dog. You the man, buddy. That's unbelievable. Peace. And throw it out to everyone. We are, like Parks mentioned, we will be out in BC in a couple of weeks. So there'll be lots of content coming your guys' way. So stay tuned for that. All right, guys. Thanks again for joining us. And we will chat to you next week after the Rocket Mortgage. Arriva Dirty. See ya. That's what I say. This one could be very nice. Welcome back to the Four Jack Podcast. Uh, special little interview here today. Just had to dip in. We had to talk to this uh, with this little dude. I mean, it just—it's making waves. He's making waves all over the golfing world. So Golf Digest picked him up. So this is uh, we got to talk. We got to talk to him. But before we even get into him, we'll just say hello to the fellas real quick. Tombo, what up? Not too much, brother. Uh, yeah, woke up today. Was excited that we're gonna have an up and coming kid playing golf, making things happen on the VGT. I'm just looking in his room right now, seeing that. He's got a quote from Ben Hogan on the wall that says the most important shot in golf is the next one. And I couldn't agree more with you in golf and in life, my friend. Absolutely. And, and next up, we got we got to talk to Parks, the man that uh, found found our guest today. So what up, you know what? It's been uh, it's been a whirlwind. I talked to his agent, called Hollywood, had to talk to a couple PGA Tour players, finally got his cell number. Talked to his mom and his dad. They okayed it. So we're good to go here. I don't know. I think he's on a private jet somewhere, but we're lucky to have him call in tonight. This is going to be cool. Absolutely. And that guest that we're speaking of, uh, pretty uh, special special kid right now, coming off a VGT event. Not just a, a time out at the VGT, but a man that makes an ace yeah. on a VGT event. Mr. Max McKenzie. What up, dude? Hey, nothing much. Thanks for having me. Oh man! So, let's go right into this, man. Talk to me. How did this all go down? What what hole? What course for the folks so they know? How did this feel playing in this VGT event and dropping an ace? At what club? Uh, yeah, it was at uh, Shiam Golf Course, um, number thirteen. Uh, hit a little seven iron. Lucky and, number thirteen. How far? Uh, one. 14 sure. like that Good number that's sick so give us give us a little bit of insight did you flight it a little bit a little buttercut one hop in the jar what did it look like uh i hit a little seven iron a little two yard drill uh one it like one two spun a little bit right into the hole sick wow was you saw the whole thing right like you caught this right yeah yeah oh i knew God. it was in like right away what were your playing <laughs> partners like <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, my dad, he was pretty excited. But <laughs> yeah. my two other 
players. Uh, I don't know. They were just normal. How old were they? The kids, the guys you were playing with. Uh, I played with a girl and um, another kid. He was probably like sixteen. Okay. The girl probably like fourteen. That's awesome. So for our listeners that don't know, the Vancouver Golf Tour is a developmental tour based in Vancouver. They play a full year schedule. This has been a springboard for a couple of PGA Tour winners currently on tour with status, Nick Taylor, Adam Hadwin. Maxim, is there a future in golf for you, perhaps? What are you thinking? Uh, yeah, I'm going to play a lot of these tournaments, and yeah, they're really good. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. I understand yeah. that you not only made an ace and not only mopped the floor with all of the players in the field, but there was some previous Corn Ferry Tour players out there that you beat. How did that feel? Uh, it was it was awesome. Uh, they playing on the big leagues. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're really good, and me tying with them is really, really cool. Yeah, especially at your age, getting that experience, I think that definitely bodes well for your competitive golf careers to just, yeah, get in there and compete and get excited about it and know, yeah, make a hole-in-one and just, yeah, know you have it in you. I think that's, we were just on a podcast with another person talking about the mental struggles of golf, and it's like, yeah, the belief in yourself is is one of the most important, so it's like, yeah, getting in there early, making making some waves, getting an ace, having things going is, yeah, love hearing that. And having fun. Absolutely. So what what are you planning then for the summer then? Like how many events are you going to try and fit into your schedule? Um, I'm playing probably most of the VGT throughout uh, the fall and playing the MJT Maple Leaf Junior Tour mm-hmm. uh, also throughout the fall. That's great. So is, this, is this your first year competing or is this something you've done for a while? And like give us a little backstory. What's your handicap? Oh, Where my handicap's. You- my handicap is six, and uh, I started competing when I was six. Your wow. handicap is six, and you're 12 years old? Yeah. You're an absolute beast. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, embarrassed. I'm embarrassed to be on this call right now. You'd beat me right now. Yeah, you'd probably <laughs> beat all of us right now. And I'm supposed to talk definitely... about golf. <laughs> <laughs> How far do you hit your seven iron typically? Is it a 120 club, 110 club? Uh, probably 110. One ten, okay. So you got so jacked you, you, up on that ace. Yeah. <laughs> gas on that. What's your average? What's your average driver yardage? Like two ten ish kind of thing. Like one eighty one ninety. One eighty one ninety. Okay. But down the middle. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Six handicap. <laughs> He's not missing fairways. So, what so did, what's a? Sorry, Parksy. What? Yeah. What did you do after your round to celebrate again? The whole one. I know what the typical tradition is of what happens after you get a whole one, but at twelve. I'm thinking maybe is it like Dairy Queen, Five Guys? Like what? What are we doing to celebrate that night? Yeah, uh, just eating a lot of ice cream. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what kind of ice cream are you into, my man? Um, chocolate. Any basically any ice cream, but mostly chocolate. You're the man. I love that. That's <laughs> awesome. Very cool. Maxim, what what kind of other things are you into besides golf? Like, is there anything else you do? Skateboard, snowboard, ski. Table tennis, uh, math. Um, I play hockey, like pickup hockey, uh, street hockey with my brother. Um, but that's pretty rare. Uh, I'm usually just like practicing playing golf. That's pretty much it. Awesome, man. What time? Are you, what time are you heading to the course in the morning? 
early. Early. <laughs> like yeah. First tea time kind of thing. Are you out there just itching to go every morning? I love hearing that too. Early tea time. Good to oh. hear. You know what? Royal, Royal Wood's actually a pretty fun track. It's not like a private facility or anything like illustrious, but the golf course is fun and they have a grass range yeah. with grass tees or is it, are they mats? Oh, uh, they're grass tees. Okay. So that's even have, better like a really there. good practice facility there. Like, uh, at the back of the range is like a cool practice hole, like bunkers and everything. It's so good. You spend a lot of time out there, obviously. Yeah. Today I went out for like three hours. Do you have a lot of buds <laughs> out there that you hang out with and you guys just chill out and enjoy golf all day? Uh, no, I just, uh, well, my grandpa only plays there, but I just go practice with my mom or just myself. Okay. I like that willful determination. I'm a big so fan cool. of that. That that you you remind me a lot of me when I was your age. Like just get out to the golf course, spend the whole day out there. Mom, pick me up when it's time for me to go to bed. That's it. <laughs> Except you're way better than him and oh, all yeah. of us. So yeah, it's we not were, even close. We spend a little too much time socializing. I think that was our problem and why we're <laughs> podcasting now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Max, exactly. what what is the craziest thing you've seen on the golf course, either competing or just any time? What is the story that always stands out for you? Um, well, in Portland, uh, I play like the U.S. kids there. Uh, it's like a mini tour well, for like kids. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, I played, I shot two under, um, and I had a four hole playoff in the dark, uh, the with, dark. uh, a really, he, the kid's really good. Uh, he gives me a go, um, most tournaments, oh, wow. um, but we played four holes and I got him on the last hole. So. Boy. Awesome. Deadly. How did that feel? It was really good, yeah. Walk and then driving home was it was fun, yeah. Yeah, no doubts, no doubts. <laughs> Heck yeah! So this is kind of a unique podcast for us because after we get off with you, we're gonna go into a little bit of a PGA Tour talk, wrap up the previous tournament, talk about our picks for next week. I did send in an email to ask, do you have four picks for us for next week? Who would be your four top players for the Rocket Mortgage that's coming up in Detroit? Yeah, I got those. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I have to go with Ricky. Uh, I, like I pick that. him all the time. Uh, but I don't know. He he's changing his putting for some reason, which I'm not really liking. But I heard that. And, yeah. Uh, I know doing like a left hand low. Um, but I always have to go with him. Uh, and then Victor Hovland. Uh, he's been playing really good golf. He's playing great uh, right now. Yeah. And he's always he's happy. Uh, and Harry Bonner the third. He's my underdog. Oh, I like that. Oh. HV3, huh? Who is your third pick? Sorry. Uh, Victor Harvard. Okay. Oh, Victor Hobbit. Yeah, he's okay. playing all right. Um, he might come through. Um, and then my fourth, Webb Simpson, I guess. Oh, safe pick. I won with him last week. Yeah, he did. He's yeah. a good pick. Max, man. and we can't be friends, man. We cannot <laughs> be friends. Did you watch the Travelers, Max? Uh, yeah, I watched a little bit of it. Yeah. Okay. Nice. What do you think of the That's action cool. out there? It, it was fire on the last round. Would oh, you just yeah. love to be out there one day, just competing, taking it down, hopefully winning, walking up eighteen on a Sunday, make a birdie, win a championship? Oh. I think that would be cool, and maybe it's something in your future for sure. Well, I think it's uh, coming up a little bit sooner for your future than ours. So, Max, we can't uh, we can't thank you enough for jumping on. We wish you all the best this summer. Keep playing some good golf, and we want to get you back on when you win the next event. 
All right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right, buddy. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. See you, man. Thanks, brother. See you, bud. Take care. Hello, 4Jack Podcast fam. It's your boy, Active Nation, and thank you for listening to the 4Jack Podcast. It would mean the absolute world to us if you could go hit that subscribe button and leave us a lovely five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. You know what? Because that would really make our day. Thank you, and let's keep on golfing, baby. I kind of like that last one. Okay. Then we're good. Cut it.